Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. But Romantic Warrior, he's well clear in the Hong Kong Cup. He's three lengths over Money Catcher, Denon the Kid. He is the perfect racehorse, Romantic Warrior. And he's now a Hong Kong Cup winner. Romantic Warrior by five for James McDonald. Bella Nipatina takes the lead. Kicks clear, two lengths, Rothfire. And best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina four lengths. And Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome to the Racing Previews podcast. Uh, obviously, kind of calm before the, the storm kind of weekend. Group 1 racing next weekend, but there still are some bets to find. Will Bot, Alfred, Nick and Jack Dickens join me. How are we, fellas? I'm good, thank you. Good. Coming off a good win. Good, boys. <clears throat> Up and about, aren't you, boys? Yeah, very excited to be here. Uh, looking forward to previewing what is the now standing meeting on the hillside. Rails out three metres. It will be mad on pace, but... Um, who knows what might happen though because you could swear it's the middle of fucking winter in this godforsaken city like what happened this afternoon don't know absolute absolute deluge we're preparing for racing tomorrow it was a proper deluge I thought it might be a hurricane or something it was bad I don't know if it's going to be a four or a seven in the valley tomorrow Mm. pray for the valley the 25 year old deck they're just hanging on aren't they it's gone from a four to an eight at packing yeah wow doesn't take much all right, uh, Dicko has told us if he tunes out from time to time, it's because he's betting on the dish lickers. So <laughs> that, that's, that's where we're at on a Thursday night. But let's get stuck straight into it. Race one, benchmark 78 over the Flying Thousand. Inundation, dollar 75 from Fire, 370. Mullane, $6, no way ever, $10. You know, it's a Tycoon and a Hummer, 23 and longer the rest. Inundation, forgive, forget. What are we thinking? Forgive. Yeah, I thought Jamie. Um, I think because she, um, it was led last start by Staria Legend, and another one I can't remember. And I think Jamie sort of shut herself a little bit and went too early. Um, you can see that in the sectionals, like you ran a ten-two from the six to four and a ten-two to the four to the two, and then, and then a twelve-three last two hundred meters. So, mm. 
Yeah, I think I think it gets a lead. So I think I marked it a dollar ninety. I thought that was about the right price. But the horse I will probably be backing to beat it is Fire. Um, it's fresh thousand meter figures at at this track, uh, pretty much comparable to Inundations. And I thought it, the price differential between him was a little bit too big. And if they both cut um, cut each other up, um, the horse that I think could be the blower is Tycoon Hummer at a big price. I think it's twenty six dollars. I think you get. Um, bigger later on I think she's a fresh horse 1000 meter horse and she's been unsuited most of her career running at Mooney Valley and those sorts of joints um, and she does actually have a couple big numbers that are comparable to inundation and fires on her, on her, on her day um, Lane is the hole in the market I think just 1000 yep. meters is just, I think he's a 1600 meter 1400 meter sort of horse um, No Way Evers I don't think is good enough Jocelyn and Zoro's Dream are just uh, this is this is a pretty hot benchmark seventy eight and um, th- those are are not good enough here I don't think but I'll, I'll probably be backing fire huge Nico you're sticking up for inundation there looks like it's going to yeah, be a lot less speed I, I should get the front comfortably I reckon yeah I think he's immoral to be honest <laughs> um, I'm forgiving last start a bit of what Bot said I think Jamie did panic a touch and the horse did pull up with heat stress so. I know I could. I'm not a horse, but I, I know what it's like when you've got sunstroke, and you're not you're not you're not possibly going to perform at your best. Start. So I think I think that's a genuine enough excuse. Do you Before, bounce back though, like the next couple of days on the tools or sunstroke, or do you? Was that a setback? Uh, you, Mate, Nico right. goes sleepless on a Saturday night and still gets up to go to work on a Sunday. It's unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, uh, the form out of that on the lead. Um, obviously it was the swooper used to be and he did have um, he's then proven that form running a second to Star Patrol with a bit of room he wouldn't have beaten Star Patrol but he probably could have got a little bit closer uh, Inundation is unbeaten third up a little bit of cut in the track which it might be a five I reckon five or a six depending on how much rain Sandown got it's not meant to be much warmer tomorrow with potentially more rain so um and yeah, if this track pattern, not that it's it's race one, so it's probably not going to be evident, but he's going to be up and in, and uh, yeah, I, I think he's better. I think Fire's a bit of a myth. Um, he's got a f- sexy SP profile of $2.20 versus Chain of Lightning at Flemington, and I think that's weighing him down uh, a lot here, but I think Inundation is much better than this grade, and uh, yeah, I, I can't see him getting beat, to be honest. No, the first two figures at Sandown are holding him down. That's what that's what makes him that price. Yeah, well, anyway, he's he's a myth. That's what's holding him down. Everyone be very very careful with those with those Sandown figures too. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know. But the, the track just with trip. this race, I, I reckon there isn't that much value in either of their prices. So I don't know if I'm going to have a bet. To be honest, I reckon they definitely are the clear two. I'd have inundation clear on top pick, but do I want to? steam in dollar seventy five coming off a you know, a loss where he was pretty weak late and now he's rising in the weights. Dunno, probably not. Dicko, any thoughts or are we moving on? No, nah, inundation will win. Um like it's a map horse, it's the most exciting horse. It's one of the most exciting horses there. Um it's got the SP profile, the form's really good. Um the camp's the right camp to, to improve. Mullane would, would, would not surprise me if it really improved because it could have been like sort of trained for that distance and just be a good horse. It has won 1,000 metres before. But Fire is that track and trip horse. So I, I, I can understand 
people pushing for fire, I reckon hold your fire if you like fire because you'll get a better price. I, I can't see inundation getting out past two bucks. If it does, well, yeah, then I'll probably it'll probably be good for bookmakers because God knows what's going to happen. But I'd be very, very surprised. I think it's a great way to kick off a multi. All right, huge. Let's move on to race two then. It's the Chairman's Stakes for the two-year-old. It's uh, obviously been won by some good horses in recent times. Extreme Choice, Love and Gabby, Formality. Um, and this year, the market has really honed in on two. Number two VCs, $2.60. Sarasana's $2.80. And you have to get Olfen Horse, Zolfica, at $7.50. Um, he's coming to Victoria, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Well, um, I've backed I've backed VC all in at four dollars just because I th- I saw it as an over, so I'm pretty happy with that price. Um, look, if it is Matt, what are you going to do when it jumps? So if it jumps at two sixty on the fair, what do you do? I don't think I'm going to lay it back. I don't I don't think I've had enough on it, but I might just I might just trade just off on some of the other runners. Sarah Sana's obviously going to lead, and it's going to be you know potentially hard to run down. But I thought the the debut of VC was pretty special. It was off a slow tempo. He came home really fast. Um, right camp, right owners. And I know that the figure isn't as good as the, the second elect in the market, but I think there's something under the bonnet and I think it can definitely improve off that. Just back to a thousand metres is the only query. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I couldn't really split him and I didn't really want to because it's a two-year-old race. But um. Zolfa Carr's third pick, I think, and I don't, I don't think it's any good at all. I don't think Zolfa Carr's just not a good horse. Bring your mic a bit closer to your Let board, can't you? Yeah, you're a little bit quiet. Let it rip, yeah. Nick. What do you got? What are we steaming into? Which one's immoral? No, I'm, I'm just staying out here. I really wanted to back Charmstone, and they've saved her for next week. Um, yeah, there's a world that you could back VC. And there's a world that you could back the other thing. Sarasana. But I, I want to stay out. I'm just saving all my pennies just to make sure Dicko's eating noodles on Saturday night, punters. You'll wait and hear this later on. Aren't you coming on Sunday? Yeah, that's right. I might buy you a coffee on Saturday. Cause be... oh, I'm paying for everything, so you can get your money back. Huge. Don't wait. Oh, perfect. So Tell you what, need... boys, we should probably look at investing in a little little cart and truck thing, coffees and stuff on a Sunday. It's a rort. <laughs> Big, unbelievable Go to a little market. Like, nah, yeah. Lot, yeah. Just drop you there, hung over, and still half <laughs> making cappuccinos and lattes. <laughs> <laughs> Telling hard luck stories to all the dads there at like the sport. Very <laughs> <laughs> superstar at it. Uh, I reckon VC is a big risk here. I'll be laying it and laying it heavily. Hate back and trip horses, especially early in a prep. He wound up and was super impressive, but he wound up, and this is a very different. Set up so a thousand meters. Um, I mean, back to a th- like this, this around the uh, uh, the dog leg at Sandown is completely different to the straight Flemington, and this is not grand final day for this horse. Um, I just think it's a big, big risk. Respect being on at four bucks at the same time. I think that's sort of near what it should and probably will start. Sarah Sarna's the most likely winner of the race, in my opinion, starts favourite. But uh, my man Lynn's tipping perilous fighter and a little bit hell's son, and that's the way I'll be going. Because I don't mm. overthink it, I just trust his trial. Where are we? 80 to 1 hell's son. As good as it $18 perilous fighter. I think it shapes to be quite a nice betting race, though. I'm not just following there. I'm 
like keen to, to get around uh, VC. Uh, Zulfagar would have always say that that got beaten by Cracker Rib. The yeah. Cracker Rib was three dollars out to ten dollars, and well, but it's done. Yeah. So there's no form for this horse. Yeah, no good. It'd be interesting <clears throat> to see. Like it's, I, I don't have a fair opinion, so I'm sort of that's why I'm staying out. But I know your idol, Dicko Johnny O'Neill. He's he's been beaten up for this horse a long time, and they've, I know the stable have got a massive opinion of this horse. So I've missed, I've be... missed one. I've missed one at the dish lickers. <laughs> and it's missed a start. Oh no! You've backed it all later. No, I was going to lay it. Oh, it's kicking through the one. Anyway, fantastic. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Be interesting to see how this race sort of pans yeah. out. As I said, it's always a good lead up. It's been won by some good horses in recent times. All right, let's move on to race three. It is a benchmark seventy over eighteen hundred meters. Hennessy Lad two dollars sixty. Bit unlucky last start at the valley. The gap just didn't come at the right time. Black Max three eighty. Field of Moment six fifty. Acosta seven dollars. Michelotti eleven dollars. The Heffelbanger. Can she continue her decent form with moods? <laughs> She's riding a lot, a lot of winners for someone who I didn't think was quite of the ability of herself. So full credit to her, honestly. She's fine. Yeah, she's, she's going all right, isn't she? Like, <laughs> one could say airborne. The Heffelbanger. That's Heffbanger-Langer Hef is her Instagram name. So I call her the Heffelbanger. Oh, yeah. Fair. <laughs> That's full credit to you for finding that. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> you can call her that because that's her Instagram yeah. handle. <laughs> Bob, what are you doing with the race? Oh. You were pretty keen on Hennessy Lab oh. last time. Me? Yeah, weren't you? No, I wasn't. No, I didn't oh, back oh, it last time. Um, yeah, I think we I, backed it, Bob. No, I didn't back it. Um, Acosta, I think, leads from Hennessy Lad. Uh, Black Max, I think, is thereabouts. Colt. Toll Potter wants to kick up, so does Field of Moment, and Aperitivo wants to be thereabouts as well. I think there's a bit of speed on. Um, this isn't really a race I want to bet into. Hennessy Lad gets a negative jockey change, but was good enough last night in a pretty fast run race, and I know it was a pretty poor rating race for that race, but that was against older horses, and it comes back um, to three-year-old grade. Um, Black Max rated poorly but he, ra- he was really really strong sectionally and he's rated better than that in the past so I probably expect him to go there and and the way that the race was run last start was like really slowly run and, and they kicked up like it was a the 6 of the 4 was like a 12, 12 second sectional and then the 4 of the 2 was like a, a 11 flat so and I just don't think that, that really suits him in the rain he ran the, the, four, the second uh, fastest last 100 of the meeting so um I think a more strongly run race will suit him, but at the same time, I don't really want to be taking $4. I think he'll drift, and maybe I could in- get entertained. Um, Acosta uh, won, uh, I know ran, was started 350 at Newcastle last start, but I know it's gay, and I love Gay Waterhouse, but um, I couldn't take that price. And field of moment, I feel the moment, um, I just can't find anything else in the race. Like, I, I tried so hard to find Toll Pottle just off the SP and Northern Barrage off the late splits at um, Pakenham, but this race is just too hard I just I don't know didn't want to bet here you've given us plenty but not a lot Nico what do you think yeah <laughs> well Hennessy Lab was probably more a beat last start but negative JC you leave me out of Heffelbanger um, <laughs> the one that you could enter if you, like for the sake of a tip but like filled, filled the moment ran super last start 
yeah, beat all bar shuffle dancer. It's probably the best form in this race. It was on pace shuffle suited that day, so horse. I think it regresses. It'll be on pace again, but I don't think it gets the lead as easy as it did the last start. Well, I don't think it leads here at all. Probably just 1,800 is a little crude as well. Yeah, yeah, that that too. Yeah, I don't think it'll run 1,800 either. It's a a pretty pretty average race. Moving on then. What do you think, Duco? Any opinion? Uh, I thought um, Michelotti will drift and could be a bet. It's like the biggest jockey switch of all time. Heffelbanger off. Marks are on. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't Um, mind it either. I think good uh, track. Yeah, it's going well, that horse. Yeah. Um, Unbeaten fourth up. And didn't hate... Um, I didn't hate Dillinger, but it's not on my speed map. Does that mean it's been scratched? It's out. It's scratched. It's out, yeah. Yeah, so I, I might have a small bet on Michelotti. Well, hey. Griffiths to cock. Yeah. Race to race double. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> First time ever. Never thought I'd... <laughs> Let's go to race four. Benchmark 78 over 1,300 metres. Benedetta is flying uh, $2.40 favourite from Balmea $3.70 Colorado Cruise $9.50 Field of Praise $10 discerning 11, uh, $10 as well look if it's not mad on speed then I think number one Benedetta is the deserved favourite and probably the most likely winner of the race um, look he's been beating up on not much but he's been doing it really well and he's done it off a fast tempo last start he did it off a slow tempo two starts back and if you look at it, his splits, he's been running the fastest final 600 metres of every start of his career so far. So, uh, sorry, she, sorry, she, Philly. So she's got a she's got a big tank in there. Um, obviously, this is a step up from a 64 to a 78, but is it a strong 78? I tend to think not. Um, and yeah, if, if the pattern isn't too hard against her, then I think she's the most likely winner. Yeah, I... Um what price is Benedetta? Is it, it's like two twenty, isn't it? Two forty. Yeah, I've got it three fifty. I think it'll be on pace, and I think it's going to go back to last. I think it was completely suited at Sandown last start. They went quick, and they all sort of fell in a, a hole, and and it sort of just fell it um, ran over the top of them. Um, a completely different race shape, and it got to the right lanes on a day where it wasn't wasn't impossible to to come from back in the field. Um, the horse that I'm, I'm the two horses that I want to be with is Elegant Diva, who was unsuited down the straight at Flemington last uh, last start behind Pacific Ruby. Um, it was a drifter in betting. It wants a little bit further than this, but um, I just thought Nolan to Malum, I think it can position a little bit more forward from um, from Barrier 2 with Moody on. And, um, yeah, just second up, I think it it, it raced really well. Um, uh, strong sectionals um, there at Flemington and... and um, and yeah, it's 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 debut win at Geelong was like rated pretty well as well. It won by a length and a half there. So um, that's the horse I wanted to be with. I think it's about ten dollars. And the other horse I didn't mind either was Harmonious Senora, who's been uh, unsuited uh, both times uh, uh, this preparation. But it, it won on debut on a heavy eight and like in, in really really fast fast time. It was fifty to one, but it, the the form out of the race is really really good. It's a really good form race. Um, the rating is, is really big for this and, and it's been running pretty good sectionals in both of its last two races while being incredibly unsuited and I think it can position closer from barrier three with Harry Coffey on maybe three back defence um, normally I don't like being three back defence but when you're on a $26 chance it doesn't matter too much so um, Harmonia Senora and Elegant Diva for me and I'm, I'm keen to be against Benedetta and Balmia who's also got no gate speed as well any other opinions? 
Nah, nothing from me. I thought Benedetto was probably the one to beat, but <clears throat> just wait and see. Make sure this track's not ridiculous. Well, I think the track will be ridiculous, so I like discerning here just off the SP profiles and the, the, the Lockley map and the weight swing. And um, I think there's PR for Benedetto last time. It is a very good horse. Deserves to be about the price it is. I won't be laying it, but I just think you could quite comfortably have a bet discerning off just off the SP. Yep, huge. Yeah. All right, race five, 1,400-meter benchmark 70. Uh, Dicko, we know you're having a bet here because British Columbia is favourite, $4.60. From Euro Dandy, $5.00. Victory Bay, $5.00. Unusual Culture, six fifty, And then Ryanberg, $9.50 for Tice and Adrian. What are they doing with that horse? <laughs> As in what? As in placement? Look. Is there not a mile race for it anywhere in Victoria? Yeah. Well, okay, I, I know why it's... It, the boys cracked it because it was meant to run the other week and the stable chose to run Sandy Prince instead. They wanted to split them up. <laughs> so they cracked it. That was the day that everyone was on Sandy Prince. He's a, he's a myth of a horse anyway. Nico just spilling the goss oh. here. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, all right. Dicko, why does British Columbia win? Okay, British Columbia. Love the map. Think we're going to lead or be very close to the front from from two. Uh, Thought not completely suited and not ready last start. Was a nice performance. Uh, Same jockey trainer. The form's good, like real good out of the the last race. The SP profile versus key rivals here is a tick. the main threat to the horse is Victory Bay, who gets, um, I've already forgotten your nickname Heffel for banger. it, but Nolan to to the Heffelbanger, um, which I don't like as a, as a setup on a Saturday in Victoria. Tricky match. Um, he's a myth anyway, he doesn't win. Yeah, I, I think he's got to run a nice race, but just might get shuffled out the back of the surf there, the bottom of the, of the, the turn as they enter the straight. Um, I just think it's so simple. Like, don't overthink this. It's the map horse. It's got the right form. It's got the right profile. Trainer jockey combo is profitable. Trainer and jockey are profitable on the hillside. Uh, it just ticks a lot of boxes, and uh, I can't believe it's still like bigger than four bucks. I, I, I truly, I don't know what I'm missing. I might be missing something, but uh, I don't know what it is. If Reinberg went to sixteen hundred meters, I would want to be with it, um, and I will still probably end up chopping it just to for my mental health basically I, I think it's a really talented horse and I've invested heavily on um, British Columbia so I will probably have to chop Reinberg who I think is going to roll across from 8 and sit sort of thereabouts probably comes across as super Razi yeah I, I agree um, I don't see what you're missing either because I was pretty keen to be with it as well um, yeah he ran a peak first up and then ran another peak second up I know it was a little bit disappointing last start, but um, a little bit disappointing. No, I thought it had it was every go fucking to... conceivable. <laughs> <laughs> You're on there. It had every possible chance last start, and it wasn't good enough to win. I'm I'm intrigued to figure out why why now. Because I think it's going to go to another new peak here. It's going to get complete control on a, on a day. It's going to be um, suited to be on pace. I think the main dangers of Victory Bay. He's got to trick him out. With the negative jockey oh. change and then unusual culture, who I think has got ability. Um, she was a really good horse in New Zealand and then didn't really go on with it. Um, 
uh, last prep, but I think second prep in Australia, I think she might take off and be a good horse. And with Jamie Carr going on first time, scored her out of car. I just think, yeah, yeah. But um, it's a decent switch. Yeah, I, I want a little bit better price. I could could back it as well. But um, Eurodandia hated Superazi. I think regresses off last start. And Reinberg, I agree, is um, it came came across um with a a, a massive, massive, massive. Um, not massive, but it was a decent figure in, in from New Zealand, and then and then matched it last start at Sandown. But I was I thought it was a bit unsuited the way the race was run. Um, sit and sprint. I think I think it was beaten by a pretty smart horse as well. It's also I, I like Flemington form, Nick. And if you look at that that race, like British Columbia's like led. The winner was say at the eight hundred. The winner was fourth in lane three. The second horse was fifth in lane two. The the fourth horse was seventh in lane three. Victory Bay was 10th in lane 3 all the horses that were rails in run so there's, there's another 4 3 of them were the last 3 home the 2nd and 3rd horse in run finished in the back half of the field so when you look at the race shape you can sort of give more credit to where he's finished mm. I um, think that that day at Flemington it wasn't easy to lead as well mm. I think there was a, there was a bit of a yeah, wind around round. I just love those opportunities Yeah, that, that's sort of part of my angle if I go deeper into it and be honest I love those setups where you're looking at a horse that leads that wasn't suited last start. Whereas eight times out of ten, as a punter, you look at you're always finding that horse that like got back and was not not suited and good, mm. and hoping it is again. This is a horse you yeah, know where it's going to be and run, and it wasn't suited last start, and you just you just pray to all the gods that today's the day. Yeah, and, and the peak it ran at, um, first up was off 226 days in the sectionals sort of said that it was going to be even better than, than the rating it ran there. And then I think it was, was ran up to pretty much what it was going to do at Flemington. I think, and then, and then on Saturday, I think the day, Saturday is the day I think it's going to run to a big new peak and I think it'll win this. Yeah, I think that's the important thing. We're anticipating a bit of an improvement from the horse. Yeah. 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 I'm probably seeing the race kind of similar, but British Columbia and Rheinberg. Um, as Nico said, I thought British Columbia was a little bit disappointing last night. I backed it, so obviously a bit of pocket talk there. Potentially was just a little bit flat off such a big first-up performance. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be very suited here. I think the only pro- uh, the only reason it is holding up a little bit is because people still got that last start in their minds, just how weak it was, that last 100. Um, and then Reinberg ran second to a really good filly, as you said, bot in Nunthorpe. That form looks really good. Definitely want to be finding it at the mile next start, but yeah, those are probably the two I kind of want to entertain as well. Another another thing you could mention, I guess, is um, going big um, goes just about the best at, um, at 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 Hillside. He go he's twelve twelve from eighty six at Hillside, and with a fifteen point five profit on percent profit on turnover, and then Jordan Childs as well. He's thirty-seven from three hundred and four at a fourteen point three percent profit on turnover. So all the way back to probably not this meeting, but written by one like thousand meter race might have been on debut. It was on like a heavy. It was on heavy ground. I <laughs> yeah, I think it. I remember that as well. <laughs> since since two thousand and fourteen, that that data is from. So it's a it's a like an extended amount of time. Mm. Is Super Razi any good, or has it just been overachieving the whole prep? No, I don't think, I think it's it had its birthday Sandown Lakeside the day Boss Queen won. Yeah. Very much like times. an on post suited day. She led fence. Um, going good, but. Mm. I just don't think she's good enough to run to a level that I think 
Um, British Columbia, well. British Columbia yeah. is... Well, actually, she, she's there or thereabouts, but you don't get paid when you're running to a level when you're probably going to finish third or fourth. You want to win. So you want to back horses to do things, and I think British Columbia is going to do a new peak rating. Simple as that. Just back the winner. All right, let's get on to the quaddy. 1,300 metre, benchmark 84 is race six. Daytona Bay, first up for Carr and Moody, $2.80. Fajita Sand, $3.80. Is he any good or is he a myth? Don't know. William Thomas, eight fifty. Is he's exceptional, $9. And Cristani, $12. As I said, Fajita Sand is the kind of horse that has really graved me up in this race because I feel like he's got talent and he's jumped out really well. But I don't know if he's any good or not. I, I I think Fujita San is pretty good. I just don't think he's improved since he was two. Like he just he ran a, a big rating at Sandown and then he, he matched it once at um as a three year old. So maybe he improves as an autumn three year old, but um I'm not really I, I don't want to back him at the price he is and then Daytona Bay I thought's a bit short first up as well. The horse I wanna be with here is Crestanu who's gonna put himself um in the first third of the the race and he's got he's he was really he's extremely unsuited behind snapper ran pretty good sectionals there and, and like he's formed before that like dance dubai held up a 42 days run a good rating there and geelong behind minsk moment um like he's consistently running ratings that are there field or there for. sorry field of roses for yeah Goes exactly there right Sunday, so. <laughs> i brought that up on purpose um so yeah i, I think crestani is a, a great great bet um Obviously, Celine Gaudry's riding, but it's not a complicated ride. Like, I think she sits one out, one back. Um, and then, I know I know Nico's going to yell at me for this. Well, I'm already ready to yell at you for sticking What's this? Conqueror? It's got more. No, no, no. This, this is the ultimate. The William ultimate. Thomas. Oh, no. I'm sticking up for Wigan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, no. This, you said it's going to be no, mad leaders one. and you're backing William Thomas. Nico loves what, you, though. What's He's that, thinking what's about that it before phone, he launches. What's that? What's that phone number? One eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Ring that, because you're absolutely done. No, no, no. I think um, William Thomas's all all William Thomas's peaks are on the backup, and he's on the backup here out of a really strong race um, behind Gentleman Roy. I think that that will be strong form out of the Gentleman Roy race. Um, he was only two point four lengths off him there. I thought he was unsuited. Um, I don't know. I think you get a massive price late on Betfair BSP. 30s maybe no actually not not 30s he's probably he's 10 dollars now so maybe maybe 20s or so uh, you'll get a bigger price than 10 yeah you will probably get a bigger price but on the backup i thought he wasn't the worst option ever and i thought 13 dollars is i mean uh, sorry 1300 meters is um probably about the right sort of distance but take some of the place price because you know what's going to happen he's going to flash home into third <laughs> maybe yeah John McNeil inside draw might settle closer than you think <laughs> Yeah. Dead set. Full credit to you if you if you want to <laughs> keep sticking up for a horse who hasn't won in its last thirty starts. Honestly, <laughs> thirty starts this thing hasn't won by, and you don't think that's enough convictions to think maybe this bloke doesn't like win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I needed. Fuck me. <laughs> easiest bet in easiest bet in the don't world, have you? Daytona Bay. Don't overcomplicate it. <laughs> Fair. It's going to lead from two. The horse is just a winner. Good ground, wet ground, doesn't matter. Beat horses with some 
substance like Jimmy the Bear. Ten SP. Yes, it got Jimmy the Bear and beat it comfortably. Yeah. It's decent. Cardinal Gem, like yeah, they're decent enough horses. Better than Benchmark eighty four grade to start with. Um, yeah, this is the easiest bet in the world to have Daytona Bay. I think Fujita Sands a bit of a myth. Wouldn't be su- wouldn't be overly surprised if he did turn his form around on a good track because I think he just doesn't like wet tracks being a son of Maurice. But I don't think the horse has a heart to start with. So <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what you want me to say, but you're sticking up for horses and won in thirty starts and <laughs> Crestani. He's won. Let's let's calculate him. What's he got? One, two, four wins. Four. 30-something starts. And he's about 15, so full credit to you if one of those camels win. I'll just about give it up. I could, yeah. I could definitely come with Daytona Bay. I'm still making my mind up, but there's plenty of green lights there. Dicko, anything? What's... Uh, well, now's probably the time to make your mind up for the listeners at home. Oh, Daytona Bay's on top, for sure. It's Tatum Bull to J-Car. Yeah. It's P. Moody. As as Bot would say, that's worth twenty five wins. <laughs> well, they go with they, they've had seventy two runners, Jamie Carr and Peter Moody. They go at thirty percent strike rate. Oh, yeah. uh, Fujita Sand, like the way I price, kind of likes it. It's coming out of a derby. No, the way I price kind of likes William Thomas, but no, um, <laughs> the way I price likes Daytona Bay, and it just looks like a bomb proof box ticking exercise to me. It's sharper than the other horses in the market. Um, and at last nice trials winners win um, hashtag winners win hashtag pay up <laughs> yeah hashtag I think I think that's Hannah Bay's a bet guys beautiful let's go to race 7 it is what is it 1300 metre it is the Jeffrey Balmain stakes and snapped has been thrown in the deep end here $4.20 favourite Rose Quartz 4.40 wrote to Arataki 5.50 Ballet Rich Six dollars fifty, Vespertine seven fifty, and Exolita ten dollars. Yeah, this is pretty bad placement. I thought with snapped um, at the handicap and also just like eleven, eleven, a thousand, eleven hundred and thirteen hundred meters. I don't know. They want to get black type, I guess, because she's a mare. But and she get she goes cart right to to Zara, and it's a really soft like. It's a really, really, really soft group three. It's four-year-olds and up only. Yeah, yeah. It's no, like it's, it's, this is a breeders' race. Like Sonora got beaten by Boss Queen. <laughs> She's not a group horse. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like that—that's yeah. what they're trying to do here. They're just trying to pinch. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I think I, she 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 needs to take a step, and I think she will. Like the sectional, she ran both these starts, so she's going to run a, a good rating. But I don't know. I, the price is a bit short, I thought. And and Rose Quartz, um, all of her best figures are at Flemington, but um. Uh, oh no, she she ran a a, a bit a decent figure at Sandown Hillside, two back behind Jigsaw, but at thirteen hundred meters, I don't know. But I, if I was gonna have a bet, probably Rose Quartz. I wrote to Otaki is interesting. Um, it actually jumped um, last start with Jamie Carr going first time. It'd be interesting to see what they do with the map. Do they go forward again or they they sneak because it's slow? I don't know. It's a bit fifty fifty. Uh, Vespertine's cast from the map. Um, Ballet Rich, I think, has got none. I think it's like seven dollars. I don't think it can win. Um, and then like, Forbidden City is even worse. I don't think it can win at all. Um, oh, the horse that I I wanted to to stick up for it, uh, 126. The one was uh, what was it called? Dan- Watch me dance. Um, was mm. snicked at Mooney Valley. 
um, and ran home some really quick late time. Oh, that's Lloyd Kennewell, but... Um, They've <laughs> anyway. sent it over from WA. Yeah, it's a WA horse, and its WA figures are pretty good, I thought, and it can be forward from barrier one. It's got gate speed. It just wasn't used last start at Mooney Valley, and it was really, really strong late, so I thought um, at 126 to 1 in a really, really weak race, if Rose Court snapped and wrote to Arataki, don't run up to their best, I thought she was pretty much there or thereabouts at 126 to 1, so I don't think that was a bad bet. Oh, I agree. She was a good filly back when she was a three-year-old. She won the champion fillies. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah, she won the champion fillies and the WA guineas. Um, and yeah, her most sort of recent form, she's got sort of form around Buzzoom, Amasinus, God has chosen. Like, they're all decent enough horses back in WA and that WA form usually holds up. So I definitely couldn't talk anyone out of a ticket at, at those prices. She won't finish last, but let's put it that way. She'll beat a few of these other pretenders home who's that is that the Kennywell horse yeah yeah watch me dance yeah right sorry boys I just disconnected Wi-Fi cactus this but is a horrible race though seriously it is yeah, a horrible I think, race I think that leads into like what I think what you've just said both is f- fucking astute this is going to get a suck run if this is trained by like even Danny O'Brien it'll be 50 to 1 mm. this horse can win it's a huge price. It was very, very good when not suited at all at Mooney Valley. It was much better than it looked to the eye. Um, I, I think it's a really easy bet to have at 101. And snapped and wrote to Arataki are the two like most likely winners for me of those in the market. It's just how on pace is it by now? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet till you find out. Because if it is mad on pace, you'll get a better price for both. But snapped might just be better than them. Yeah, what, what if, if you first up at Sandown was, was hard to do? I, I reckon what? she'll run 1,300 metres, no worries. She's my on top selection. the switch of all time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, agree. She goes from Cartwright to MZ. Let's be honest. Cartwright, Cartwright got completely like bullied in Sydney. Cartwright got completely slaughtered last start. Nico, you said it would happen. You ended up back in the horse anyway. You ended up Cartwright, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, because everyone, everyone was... <laughs> What did I say? Exactly what I said would happen. And it got there and I was like, I was heavily pissed. Heavily pissed at this point. What sort of, what sort of thoughts are going through your melon? At the corner, I said it in the group chat. I was like, fuck, we're fucked here. <laughs> Mate, get off the group chat. Get on a bet fair. Get yourself out. Fucking hell. Look, here's... No, you can just see it. Like this... You should be at races.com. Here's a bit of gold for you about Snapped. She ran the fastest six of the four of the entire meeting last start at oh, Rose Hill. Yeah. And, and, then, and then when she was running up R, she went from the fastest to the eighth fastest and then to the 19th fastest to the post, obviously just running up R's. Because she um, couldn't get out. Look, she's already <laughs> ran 1,200 metres out strong. I think she'll get the, the 1,300 I think Mark Zara is a terrific booking. I think Barrier 6 is just about perfect as well. Um, took a bit of five bucks. If she drifts, then she drifts. But, yeah, I think she's the most talented horse in the race. You shot and very, very well early, haven't you? That's, I do most of my betting early, I'd say. Full credit to you. Thanks, the horse, I, you know, the, the most hateful horse in this race that I would love to have backed mm-hmm. if it had had a run? 
is Exalita. Like, why is she in this race first up? Well, she's a pretty good horse, though. Like, she's better than most of these. Well, she'd be a dead set moral if she was second up. Mm. Like, Still. seriously. It's a it's a it's a really tricky race, but which makes it a half fascinating race. I think that watch me dance push is really smart. Yeah, oh, but snaps really hard to knock. Take the one twenty sixes. All right, let's go to race eight. It is a benchmark hundred over the eighteen hundred meters. We see the clash of two Maran useless horses who are up and about. Detonator Jack two dollars thirty. Right, you are five dollars, and then you've got the Rose between two thorns. Three dollars seventy. Right and Rose was the last start camper down the winner. <laughs> I came up with that on the spot. That was terrible. And Baltoro is six fifty. Thirties and longer the rest. Um, Detonator Jack will be pretty hard to beat. Here, I reckon. I thought last start he used up a lot of energy coming from a long way off them, and he kind of just peaked on his run. He was running horrible. the fastest eight to the six, six to the four, four to the two, and then Sosi Bond just had the much better, softer run, um, and he ran. And Sosi Bond was just stronger uh, to and through the line. But yeah, even though Detonator Jack cruised into the race, I think it was a little bit deceiving just watching it. I thought he had to do a lot of work and it was a little bit of an arrogant ride to get that far back. Um, And if he isn't so far back, then I think he's the best horse in the race and I think he can win. 100% he can win and he will win as long as his track's not cooked. Um... Yeah, I don't think Johnny's going to make the same mistake again. He got, he was a tad arrogant last start, but um, well, like full credit to old Sosie Bond. That's another horse out of the grave to beat me. So yeah, but he's got a purely you he's got a, a bad purely Sosie Bond decides to try and beat you. Uh, <laughs> that oh, the no. same day as yeah. snapped. Yeah. Anyway, he's got to be purely a bet off SP profile. Like if you're on him last start, which I was heavily. Dollar forty to two dollars thirty here. He gets an extra hundred meters, stays in the same grade but drops three kilos. This has to be a bet. Uh, for the Riot and Rose fans out there, do note he is recovering from a foot abscess. So Kathy Coleman did say Shout this morning. Kathy. What a woman. <laughs> she is the mastermind of that PG Moody boutique oh, operation. Peter's probably still at Caraca. He <laughs> probably is. He was at Packingham in the rain tonight, so Oh, well, yeah, like, Down the too road. smart, eh? Hey, get there and do an interview, would you, Peter? Let him make it back. But if yeah, I think... Hit... You, yeah, go. you finish. I think right you are is only danger, and if Detonator Jack's not a four or five length better horse than right you are, I'll go he. Baltoro, absolutely blessed on his birthday last start. You can have him at your own peril. And on his birthday. There's uh, <laughs> some serious, serious... Staying horses in behind here. So, what about old Stars of Caram? Oh no, don't get Nico started on Stars of Caram. I was at, I was at Mooney Valley one day and he paraded with like the biggest third leg I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and he ran through a fucking brick wall. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was I was scared, and I was over the other side of the fence. Stars of Car- Star of Caram's getting leg. ready for his next phase of his career. He's probably going to be a jumper or something. The horse you that boys... would have been overs if it was a dry track, and I think he's had a couple of problems, but Vidani, on his day, he probably needs a dry track, but he, he is, is a Werribee Cup winner. Yours. Yeah, he's one of mine, and I've been sticking up for him, and then he went and won a Werribee Cup at 26 bucks, and I jumped off him that day. Oh, 
Christ, that's brutal. It is very brutal. I thought yeah. Denonator Jack was uh, probably about its right-ish price. Um, it's it's like sort of suggested that it's going to run a massive rating, but it hasn't been given the opportunity because it's been ridden poorly most of its starts, I thought. Um, what price is he if he wins last start? Probably about the same price. <laughs> no. Like he's beaten no. So Fuck no, he would not be. He'd be far shorter. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. Um... Uh, I don't know. I, I, probably the map's sticky for him, I guess. I don't know. There's nothing really I want to back to beat him because I think he'll win. But if it's mad on pace, I don't think he will, if that makes sense. I don't know. Wright and Rose is coming off a camper down cup win, gets a massive jockey switch. But I don't really want to back that it. foot abscess is no good. Yeah. Right, right you are, I think, has is, uh, is run its peak. This preparation It's on the way out. It's. I think it's off about three or four weeks I know it's Kirimar Dave Ustis but um, I was happy to be clear of it and um, Baltoro yeah it was a it was a birthday last start it, they went too hard and it sort of was in the right spot and just kept running it, it's best it's best races are in, in really fast run races to be fair but um, but yeah I didn't want to to be with it um, but if, if Denadana Jack gets out to like 260 270 late I'll be betting if because I think they'll go relatively not I don't think they'll go fast but I think they'll go even here um, and Detonator Jack I think is the best horse and once it once he gets up to 2400 metres I think he's a like a, a proper Caulfield Cup sort of horse but he'll, oh he'll be thereabouts goodness. in a Caulfield Cup not winning it but he'll be thereabouts yep huge Dicko anything Lane anything betting anything I'm going to lay Bel Toro um but I hate the race. Too many cult horses in it. Um, foot abscesses. Like, it's just, it's awful. Label Toro. Um, I hope for Nacho or Stars of Karen to run out of the ground and win and fill <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, huge. Detonate Jack, best horse. Yeah, I agree. Probably win. All right, we're back 100 metres for the last of the day. Benchmark 78. Uh, 1700 metres so you see got back in the winner's enclosure last start $4.20 St Lawrence pretty nice horse $4.80 River Plate $5 uh, Glory Days six fifty. then San Fabrizio $13 yeah I, I didn't know what to do in this race thing I'll just leave it alone um, I get my international figures on a Friday morning so I can't really talk about Glory days, um, but it did run second to Stone Age, who's SP'd about 280 in the the Hong Kong Cup um, last year, and, and then went on to false to run. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh. But um, and then and then he ran fifth in the Irish uh, Derby. He was beaten 13 lengths, but I think he's a decent enough horse, um, and, and he was pretty good late and unsuited at um, at uh, Warrnambool, but. But the price has gone up pretty short, I thought. Like, the plastics um, didn't miss him and probably is under the odds at the price he is now, um, I'm guessing. Um, St. Lawrence I initially hated because it's run no time and it beat a horse at 100 to 1 last start by 0.4 of a length. But, like, it's going to get the run of the race pretty much, I thought. So you see, he's got a little bit of a tricky map, but I think she's a really smart horse. And when she gets to two thousand meters one day, I think she'll explode. I think she's a a group mare over six hundred meters plus. Uh, River Plate 
copped a PR last start and won, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a PR again. I think um, it might fall apart. Um, and San Fabrizio could be the improver. Um, this horse has been everywhere. It raced in France, and it went to Australia, then it went to Hong Kong, now it's back in Australia. It improved um, when unsuited at Mooney Valley. Um, I think it'll be a lot closer from five with John McNeil on with Walla and I think it might be running a, a, a new rate B rating so if I was going to back anything in this race which I probably won't but if I was I'd probably be backing San Fabrizio you love backing these cameras I've got nothing here I've, I've got no idea here <laughs> <laughs> but seriously um, anyway uh, I think it's a race in so the two, I think one of the my Eustace horses will win. I've got a bigger lean to St. Lawrence. I think this bike's a pretty good horse. I don't really care that he only just nosed out a $60 shot last start. <coughs> or whatever he was, $100 shot. Doesn't matter. Numbers in the frame. The bloke's a winner. Um, he'll continue to improve. And I think I'm going to main bet him and I'm going to save on this import. Because it was... Very well back last start, unsuited, 1,400 to 1,700 second up, Mark, freak, that's all you need to know. Make both of them a result and you won't lose the race, so you see, so you squib, (laughs) she had her birthday last start, she's, Nico hates his horse punch. She's, she's not that good. He hates a lot of stuff. She's not that good. Oh, she is. No, she was so good last start. She's about as good as Crestani and those other things. That you <laughs> I'm going to get you up there on Sunday. You can hold the mic. You rip it off G all and start hosting. This is a beautiful Zabamil filly. Oh, she, oh, she looks like she's a real trier. What if he starts potting them? Nah, that's all you do is pot them. That's what I mean. <laughs> and like, seriously, River Plate only bet the, beat the nephew last start. Well, he's nothing... He's half, oh, but half, half horse. He's half cat, half horse. Numbers in the frame, though. Yeah, full he credit. He's full he credit. Could get he's half turned a PR the corner. Again. He's turned the corner, but I, I think St. Lawrence is a better horse, and uh, Glory Days is unknown. So, yeah, potentially you could back one, two, and six somehow, make them a result. But so you see, so you see, she's she can start now. She's got nothing. Anything, Dico? Pony form doesn't uh, even give us a map here, so that's great. Yes, it does. It's not working on mine. I've got a map right here. I've got... Um, I have got Comanche Brave, River Plate, rolling forward with St. Lawrence. We take Manhattan, probably Coffin. San Fabrizio can kick up from five. Uh, Duke of Hastings and Teaser, one or all four, but they're drawn pretty wide. Three and four pence gets the like reverse switch, so he's cast or he's, she's. I don't know what it is, but it was blessed last start and held up, won't win. So you see, gets a, I think a good run from seven, and I think it's probably the the most progressive horse in this race. But this Glory Days is one of the biggest setups of all time, and but the as will I think said articulated that uh, they, they haven't sort of missed it with the price and given the opportunity to have a bet i think the race is really really tricky and i'd avoid it it's, it's to be honest it's it's three of the worst races betting wise to finish off the card i've ever seen mm. that's yeah. why they're in the quaddy <laughs> <laughs> well i i just be going field 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 
mm. and praying to God. <laughs> just go Daytona Bay one out with William Thomas. <laughs> tear, tear your fucking ticket up if you <laughs> Yeah, you don't deserve to win. Well, Will and I are gonna go. We'll go Daytona with William, and hopefully William gets up and you're out. But we've got field. We're all got field field. Well, Bot's never had a quad in his life, so if you get him to have one, then you've done very well. I've never had one by myself. Too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've never that's, won one with all the boys I've had them with. That's Sandy wrapped up. Um, anything quick fire Sydney. Yeah, we'll talk about Af Cabin. Let's Nick go. Collins Let's go to the go race. On. Let's go to race eight. It is the Eskimo oh, Prince Challenge Meter. Group three. And the market says it's a race in two between the Godolphin Boom Colt Af Cabin, $2, Af Cabin. Zoo Tiger is $3.60 second elect. And then you kind of up to Ossipanko, Sajardin, and Long of the Rest. But the market is honed in on James McDonald and Aussie Tom Marquand. Intriguing affair. Not really. <laughs> it's a, it's a fascinating the, It's a fascinating You're going to see the, uh, what will be the best horse in Australia by the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just and absolutely what, what, what kick off you, his campaign and just start building his autumn picket fence here. And what makes you think that? Have you heard the Godolphin bus? <laughs> <laughs> the narrative. Have, narrative. Have, you, have you watched this horse race with your own eyes? Yeah. James said so. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So let's try and articulate why or why not this horse deserves to be priced as a moral on Saturday. So which race in particular has got you horned up about this horse or is it pretty much just the, the James Cummings driver and James? It's last three starts have got me absolutely excited. So it's, he should it's, already He should already be a Group 1 winner. Well, he's not. He would have. He would have won the Caulfield Guineas. Yeah, but he won the Prelude, right? He yep. started two dollars fifteen there. It absolutely pissed down. Nothing could make ground. Right? Yep. It was horrendous conditions. How many winners have come out of that race? How's that form stack up? Well, that's not the race that gets me most excited. He was beaten a length by Jackano. Jackano's a pretty good horse. Yeah, but that that race there, like nothing's any good out of it. I'm not Hang worried on. about the. He- I'm not on. worried about the heavy track form. Hang on, there's a bit of form to come out of tonight. He beat Balair by six, who pissed in tonight. So there, there, there's <laughs> your Packenham. There's your Packenham line. Not, not what, well, Balair's much, much better than Maiden Grade, but it's the it's that run at Caulfield when he was beaten by Jackano. Yeah, so a run third up of two trials. He was third up. He went... 12, That's good, 14, Dicko. Back to Dicko 12, you right? don't have to be a believer, but you just you just allow me to bet <laughs> responsibly till it hurts. I'll be allow. I'll be. I've got to be careful how I say this. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be the best price in Australia. This horse for as long as I'm allowed to be. Bank wise, because um, it sounds like everyone's going to come and get some. Baggybet.com. Download the app. Gamble responsibly. But we're I, coming I in a think- pack. It's had one 795-metre trial. A great trial. Phenomenal trial, but one. First up, 1,200 metres against good horses. This horse will win anything he runs in. Anything he runs in. This horse is going to be unbeaten this autumn, and he's going to march his way to Mooney Valley and be one of the horses to beat in the Cox Plate. That's oh, how big I of an opinion. This. this is what I've learned from this show and, and bookmaking is that the younger punishers, they just grab on a one or two like horses they love 
and this is the new horse after cabin it's exciting i could well be wrong i'm wrong all the time i just think two dollars is a stupid price for this horse first up i think it's a great price so that's that's the beauty of you being a bookmaker and me if being you think a punter. two dollars is a great price download the app and gamble responsibly because it'll be bigger than two bucks beautiful pleasure doing business with you will talk some sense here I thought um Will doesn't um, bet in Sydney his opinions are relevant <laughs> <laughs> that's great he wouldn't that, know that who's should, running that should be on the, the first uh, bit of merch you guys do <laughs> no I'm, I'm just looking at your the, opinions are relevant I'm looking at the data and um, Zoo Tiger ran a big rating in the the Golden Rose he was probably suited there um, but he still ran the rating and that rating's a lot bigger than Af Cavan's biggest peak I would have thought that Zoo Tiger would have a lot more intent than what Af Cabin would here. Um, being because a Zoo Tiger is probably not as good as what Af Cabin is long term. And I think John Johnny O'Shea and Tom Marquand, who's coming down from um from uh the England and um I would have thought they'd be trying to steal a group what is what is this, a group three? Group two? Group three. Before all the better horses come in. I think I think Zoo Tiger is probably a twelve hundred, fourteen hundred meter horse. Um, uh, and Af Cabin's probably fourteen hundred, sixteen hundred meter. I thought he'd probably be a little bit more suited at twelve hundred. Um, Osipenko wants further. Sajardin could be the blowout. I don't know what price he is. <sighs> Sajardin beats Af Cabin. Old dead set. Fucking give it away. You will not have me on the podcast next week. <laughs> I think Communist is a bet in this race as well. Based off two two elite trials. Couldn't re- beat Golden Mile. Who is a four-length inferior horse to half cabin? Who started half the price or the same sort of shorter than Jackano in the in the uh, Golden Rose? Who Jackano beat uh, your your new, now favourite horse the only time it met? So you can argue that a little bit. I don't know. I just like it's seventeen dollars. Mm. Communists um, peak rating. Put it this is way: equal to half cabins. I, I think half cabins the best horse in this race. I think Zoo Tiger's setup for this race is superior, mm. and I think the price is a fair price to bet for Zoo Tiger. Um, so, like you said, you got to have a, if you want to have an opinion, you got to bet. I want to bet all the time, and, and and to bet into this race, I want a fair price. So I'm looking at Zoo Tiger, and I'm looking at Communist. What price is a fair price for Afcabin in your eyes? Three bucks. Where's it going to get to in run? Are they going to if it's on if it's mad on pace on Saturday? Are they going to dig it up and roll forward? First it'll be forward, of, yeah. First start of a Cox Plate prep. It'll be it'll be forward. <laughs> Cox Plate prep. <laughs> it'll be I, forward. I don't know if it will be forward. It's coming off one trial. Yeah, it'll be forward. It's a phenomenal betting race. It's it's really interesting, and Fantastic I'm wrong all the time. So if you like the horse, I'm not saying it won't win. I think it's the best horse in the race. I just think it's price like it's done a bit more than it's done mm. yep That's uh, Nico for what it's worth I haven't said much but I probably will have Afcabin on top I think he will get out I think he'll end up getting 240 because they will come for Zoo Tiger um, the more you have on the more you win punters bet responsibly <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I do think the hype is probably a little bit too much at the moment um, it's not this, this horse he might not win a Cox Plate, but he can definitely win a Randwick Guineas or a Rosehill Guineas. Those are probably the two races that get off and are picked out. And look, if he keeps progressing, 1,200 metres might is just a kickoff point. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's not quite ready yet. But What yeah, is the grand final for this horse? I just said Cox Plate then. Randwick Guineas. Randwick Guineas. 
Really Guinness. 1600 And then Rose will give you possibly that, take after. Take that price now. Seriously. He's just, he's, he's only like gonna three put bucks. It, they're going to put him on the Animo prep. He's 15 bucks to win the Rose Hill Guineas, which could be half a bet there. Are you sure he's going there? I'm no, not he, sure. He, he I'm may not, not sure. go there. He's definitely going around with Guineas because we know he'll run the mile. 2,000 metres, not sure yet. They should go worth, there because they don't, he, he's, he's going to run 20-40 on his ears. So it doesn't matter. Probably. <laughs> for what it's worth. I've already got a ticket for him in the Cox Plate. That's how confident I am. Jeez. Really? Yep. At 50s. He's not going to be a three-year-old then. He's going to be a four-year-old. Yeah, I know. So he'll have to carry some weight. Have to go um, past the Graves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, fingers, fingers crossed we get that far. We'll talk, about this, off, we'll talk about this off the air, but it's, it's very exciting what's happened. Yeah, well, let's yeah. not very, tell the punters too much. We'll have a disclosed discussion. Exciting. Yeah, I agree. Let's not ruin our price. For what it's worth, we've got two bets outside of the Group 3 feature at Randwick. Banju is a very good bet in race six. He's the fit up and running horse. He claims under the minimum. He gets in with 50 and a half kilos with Reese Jones in the saddle. Look, the price. I love that bet. See, that's exactly the same thinking. Like, Sulkham's probably the best horse. Yeah. But as a betting proposition on Saturday, I love that. Yeah, he does look He does look the, the most likely winner to me. Look, the price has gone off a little bit from his opening quote, but Sulkham is resuming. Off what price, one thousand meter trial. I mean, what price did Banjo open? Two fifty. They got knocked off. Jeez. How no, you could have got. You could have for no, Banjo like fours. For Banjo, fours was like there for like a couple minutes. I reckon. Yeah, like, I I plugged in the prices last night and it was two fifty. Then I looked at him again this morning and it was shorter. Yeah. Yeah. What well, should be. I reckon so you might. He's two thirty now. What price is Sulkin? Two ninety. Two eighty. That's Which short. looks real tight for a horse yeah. who hasn't raced below 2,400 in his last he ra- six he ran starts. A, he ran a career peak at Flemington first start for Chris Waller with the blinkers on. Does it have blinkers on here? And trialed sure. in blinkers, had one trial too. Yeah, but the, they Dino said on trial time, <laughs> tune in to SEM every Thursday, punters. <laughs> Chris, Chris uh, trains... He's a wobbling lover boy. <laughs> Chris trains all the, oh, has all the stayers trial in blinkers. That's yeah, all of James Cummings' you? horses win first up at a really good pot, except for last week. <laughs> there was every chance in the world. Golden Mile. Wouldn't believe it. Wouldn't believe it. When you have like the best stock in Australia, you go at a decent clip. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like to do the maths on that. Like they breed the best horses themselves, and the ones they don't have, they still go and buy it. They buy it Magic Millions. Mega mm. money. All right. Have you got, you got anything else, Benny? I've got one in the seventh. Back on topic. Banju wins race uh, six. I think if anything is overs, at his absolute best, Love Tap could be a shade of overs, but he's a bit of a yo-yo horse. He produces his best, and then he goes backwards, and then he goes back up top. Um, oh, and then the other... Knocked me off on Oaks Day. Yeah. Day, yeah, it knocked me off that day as well. And the other key bet to have is Kettle Hill in race nine in the 78, 1800 metres. Draws barrier one. James McDonald sticks. I think he can position him pretty handy. Up to 1,800 metres is a huge plus. He was coming back from the mile to 1,400 metres last start. Um, bumped into a bit of traffic and just couldn't quite get there. Up to 1,800 metres is perfect. He's up against not much. $4, I expect him to start closer to $3. Yeah, I'm not sure. 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 Yeah, I'm not sure
I love that. That makes a lot of sense. Mickey guaranteed that too, I think. And it yep. made sense then too. Yeah. I've got one more in Sydney. Race 7. Cote. Great bet here. Um, I can't believe so many people are sticking up for a mark. Yes, Cote is a horse. She's never raced a 1,000 metres, but I don't think I'm as worried about her. She's got 52 kilos on her back. She's pretty smart. She's going to roll forward. She's going to give herself every chance. Remark is stupidly short, carrying 10 kilos more than her. Weights stop trains. I don't care what anyone says. 10 kilos is a lot. Oh, I agree. Pick up, pick up a 10 kilo, that. pick up a 10 kilo dumbbell, jump on a horse, and and tell me that's not going to make a difference. I think 10 kilos is is relevant. Like 10 kilos is a massive, like three or four kilos. I don't really care about, but 10 kilos is significant. Yeah, I yeah, but if you've up. got like, if you've got a, if I put 24 beers in a backpack and you're carrying it, at what point do you notice like you've only got 16 beers? So like, what is it? <laughs> After he <20? you> drank eight, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then and then imagine. Then imagine like you've got 60 beers in your backpack or 60 kilos. Let's say 60 kilos, you'll notice it. But if you weighed 550 kilos... Ha- 10 I kilos is still I, 10 ten, kilos. I agree. Sticker. So 10, I agree. But when it gets thinner, I sort of oh, don't yeah. care. Three or yeah. four kilos, it doesn't bother me. But 10 kilos is 10 kilos. 10 kilos is a lot of weight. This coach had two, two big trials, like pushed out, ridden. Looks yeah, but like, I like, I like, like yeah, seeing that intent. Yeah, like there's intent to be yeah. ready to 100%. go on Saturday and sort of pinch a good race. Yeah. 100% there's intent here. This thing was hard in the market. was very, very nice though. So was Sevenak. Those two trialed really nicely together. Coat yeah, was hard you... in the market in the expressway all in when there was only four in the in the nominations and they pulled it out. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. 155% they're betting into. It's a bit different. Not quite, but yeah, I know what you mean. Still, she was shorter there in a better race. Um, yeah, the seven act trial was good. Do note this horse come back golden. He and got, got off no weight. F- and yeah, he does have no weight, but I don't I don't know how good he is. But gel- the gelding operation could reinvent him. So who knows? But so you're pos- against Andermatt. Yeah, he's a cat. He's a he's wet tracker. He's a track really grey up horse. like he's got some. Oh no, he's like a miss. Sexy, sexy. Couldn't SP touch him He's a miss. Horses. He's a dead set miss. I had There's a, some great wet. racing in the back half of the card here at, at Ramwick on Saturday, which isn't saying I'd often say. Fun fact, Sebenyak is last year's Chairman Stakes winner, which is the two-year-old feature at Sandium. There you mm. go. What race is Andaman in? Oh, we found it. That race. Race seven. I hate Andaman. I hate it. <laughs> Steamed in last start. Oh, I did. <laughs> did so did, did he race against Nature Strip? No, yeah, no they Eduardo. backed it to beat no, Eduardo. Eduardo. It was Eduardo. Eduardo, yeah. So Eduardo and it, right? Yeah. And... I'm bookmaking and the, the the amount of money coming for it was unbelievable I couldn't believe it but then at the death two monsters just came and steamed Eduardo so they were both awful Yeah. but I could not be- I could not get over how like just juicy he's got a massive was. wet track figure he's oh, wet track only like, he's got a couple like bottomless track. wet track yeah. yeah that was probably the last day Eduardo's won a race wasn't it it was that- Three maybe, James, gift. maybe James Cummings wants to win the time-honoured Wongroom handicap. Send him to the ball. <laughs> just <laughs> make sure he's there. first up off one trial with just so he's got that profile. <laughs> make sure he's first up. Four the hashtag set up. Six goes. <laughs> All right, we got anything else around the country? Friday fill-ups. I've got a couple of Yes, I've got a Friday fill-up. 
Go on. It's race two, number two. Race two. Greece, Lightning. Best horse <laughs> in race. Forgive last start. Where, where's this? Marina Valley. Valley. There'll be no bad luck from that gate. It'll be OSL all 1-1. Love the booking of MZ. Best figure in the race. I think she's a group class filly. She'll make a mess of them on her way to bigger and better things. What price? $1.85. Beck until it hurts. You can double it. You can double it straight into race four, number two, Mutinous. This is a very fast horse from the Envy Yusufovic stable. And he's running in the inaugural running of the Lunar New Year Sprint over 888 metres. He's drawn the pole. He's I drawn one. This. So he's going to find the fence straight away. Um, this horse has the fastest time in the Ladbrokes 55-second challenge. Plug the sponsors. 54.93 seconds. That's the fastest time this season. Um, 888 metres. That won't be a worry. He's fast out of the barriers. He'll find the fence. Gets Ethan Brown, who is a gun front-running jockey. Massive JC from Brian Park. And he'll bolt in at $2.30. 25% strike rate his last 100 rides, Ethan Brown. Airborne. Mm. Yeah. He's a gun. I've, I've also already had a bet at Mooney Valley. So I've had a bet. Uh, it's Rebel Racer in race five. It's a 2,500-meter race. Um, it's... Cav- it's sick, gone. sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You brave little man. Jesus Christ. 2,500 metres. It's like the 3K races they have at the Valley. Yeah. It's, it goes um, Kavanaugh to Amy and Ashiagi. And Amy and Ashiagi are um, lifetime profitable. Um, I, I, can't, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but they're, they're lifetime profit on turnover is positive. Um, it's, it's peaks. Like if you look down the page at its ratings, it's all best runs at 2,400 metres. They kept it below 2,000 metres its last three preparations now it's changed stable from uh, Kavanaugh to um, to the Yagis and and now it goes straight to 2,500 metres off its peak run in uh, since 2021 I think it's ready to go to a new level again not a new level, a level that it's been to before but um, can go again and I think Jamie Carr will take it straight to the front from Barry 11 um and yeah, the booking of Jamie Carr first time is pretty big, and it it, it opened ten dollars. I thought that was a, a really really big price. It's been backed into, I think it's five dollars now. Um, Mister French is the favourite, I think still. I'm not sure, but but it's coming off a month after it ran in a three thousand meter race, uh, and then and then you've got horses like Mister Blackwood, Young Hostess, Vada Boy, who are dead set. Like they are just like if they win. No, they can win, but they're just... They've never done anything. And the horse that I sort of gave a half a chance to was Lofty Star, but I don't know. But uh, but Rebel Racer, I thought... I marked it 380 went up $10. So that was a big price, I thought. Wow. Beautiful. Did you take it some 10 Let me check. I'm pretty sure it's... I think like it's 6 bucks. Five fifty. Look at him. Little marked accounts. He's got a <laughs> operator. Uh, race 6, Yasuki for Chris Waller and Aussie Kia was a good winner. On debut at the Sandown Hillside. That was um, a good $6. Yeah, he sat wide. The The journey obviously was a slow tempo, so that helps a little bit, but he still clocked good splits home, ran the eighth fastest final 200 metres of the entire meeting off, and he was pretty much off the track the whole way. I think he can win again. He's only got one to run down in Chaquant from the Michael Kent team, but I think he's a son of Morris, but he seemed to get through the wet decently there, so... 
if it if we do get soft six areas at the valley tomorrow i'm pretty confident he'll be able to handle it and the fence probably will start to to chop out a little bit has had a, a little bit of wear the rail's been in the true the last two weeks goes out three but there is still some wear on these inside lanes so hopefully the valley plays fair and then in the last it's an intriguing affair i think it's mainly between elite mm. icon and holy man's who returns elite icon has got some really good mooney valley 1200 meter stats yeah. um Holy Man's is obviously the best horse in the race. Was well back to win a Group 2 Sandown Guineas at the la end of last prep. Oh. Just a matter of whether 1,200 metres is too sharp. But I think that's a nice little contest in the last as well. Yeah, I, I did that race as well. Um, I don't know. That, Holy Man's is 270. I don't know how you could possibly have it that short. Like, the how, how you could have it... Like, it's a 1,600 metre horse. Like, it couldn't... It wasn't fast enough in a 1,400 metre horse. Now they want to... They want to put Did it you see the jump out? Yeah, so it was, on in the jump out. Sticks oh, I don't out. care a bit of on in the jump out. It's first up over 1,200 metres. It's not fast enough. <laughs> you guys go at it. It's good. 1,000 like metre jump out. I thought, I don't know. I wouldn't be potting it too much. Oh, I want a jump out. Cool. Elite icon. <laughs> I'm just saying. I reckon, it, I reckon it, it's sharp enough to win at 1,200 metres first up. We'll see. Yeah, we'll oh, see. It can. It's favourite. It's 270. I just don't think it should be that price. Elite Icon's got like massive track and trip figures, hmm. and um, and yeah, like it's it's. I feel a bit of a side bet coming on here. <laughs> it just depends <laughs> how, how how wet it gets, but um, because I don't think he likes to likes a wet track, but but if I think you get to the right part of the track, the only real, real query I had was the the wet tracks and the and the jockey, but and the and the trainers too, but um, <laughs> um, the track Just and trip figures. Track and trip, tr track and trip figures are too big to ignore. I thought at seven dollars it was a pretty big price. Yeah, Matty Lloyd's got to get it out of those barriers and settle on speed, obviously. Oh um, god. All right, we've lost Nico, but that's right. It's I'm not here. A big loss. No, he's back. I was never you, gone. You back? Yeah, I was never <laughs> gone. You're not. You're not appearing on my screen, so. He's on my screen. It's looking good. Lovely yeah. moustache. How long have you been operating that for? A couple of years. I like it. Thank you. How long have you had Is the beard nose for? ring too? Yeah. How long have you had the beard for, Dicko? Uh, a very long time now. Six or seven, eight, ten years, something. Shaved you haven't it cut off it off? Yeah, twice maybe. <laughs> I, hate, actually I, I actually just hate shaving. Way. That's how I started it. Oh, fair enough. I was, like a, I was one of the guys I had to sort of shave... In year 10, you know. I yeah. went to a private school for year 11 at the shave every day and I hated it. <laughs> anyway. What about the nose ring? Is that a regret or we're still sort of happy with that? No, I love it. When did you get that done? Like schoolies or something? No, I had it done when I was 17, 18. I wouldn't have the yeah, courage to do that. I respect <laughs> it. Did it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> No. I couldn't do it. Um, we'll we'll have a bunch of runners. I think we might have three runners Saturday night at Toowoomba. Huge. Would hope that a few of them go close and uh, Field of Roses returns with Benny Gladrout Mellon in the saddle <laughs> on Sunday at Sale. Oh really? Huge. That, that sale meeting looks pretty good. I haven't done it properly. But Sunday sale meetings uh, are well worth getting stuck into and doing the work on. You'll find you'll find bets, often on pace suited, um, but you find some nice progressive 
uh, younger horses often the, the bigger stables don't hate kicking off their better stock I think at sale you know like the sales good grass track. or the, the cert, like the circumference or something I don't know <laughs> PG like Moody it. just likes kicking off at Maui though he's changing the game oh mm-hmm. PG the Maui in the valley operator. killing it on both mm. alright I've got a couple bets in Hong Kong if Nico speaks just let me know because I can't hear him he's not appearing <clears> on my screen or in my audio so just let me know <laughs> Race seven, number five on Sunday, Shartin running glory, drops eight and a half kilos, fifty two and a half, gets up to his pet trip of eighteen hundred meters, and he's only got to beat a couple slow horses like Senor Toba, Kaying Star, Glorious Dragon. They're not sharp enough to win at eighteen hundred meters. He just has to run down money catcher. Um, so he'll be a good bet. He'll probably be around three bucks, three fifty. And then there's a good clash between Wellington and Lucky Swainess in race eight. They're the two best sprinters in Hong Kong, Lucky Swainess will be shorter. Um, he's possibly a better horse, but Wellington has the better CV, so it's a hard one. Well, Lucky Swainess will be a dollar eighty. Wellington will be a backable price. He'll probably be three fifty four dollars. So wouldn't turn you off having a bet either way. It should be a good contest again. I think it's one. It might be two one in the favour of Wellington, but Lucky Swainess was pretty unlucky when they met and. He bolted in last up the big weight. So those are the two key races in Hong Kong on Sunday. Anything else? Podcast multi? Uh, also, like my game of golf that I got promised the last time, the first time I came on the podcast, still haven't um, heard. Yeah, whenever you want to go me. for a game of golf, we'll go for a game of golf together. <laughs> I've told you that. Well, I'm ready to go, so just let me know. All right, done. Still we'll waiting. Organize it. <laughs> still You've been rolling around with Ollie at Huntingdale and stuff. You, I don't know if you're ready to just notch it back and, and come play with me. It's a general, oh, yeah. just, just a battler trying to make his way in the industry. You're hanging so out with the big, the big dogs, the goats, this, that. I'm still very much a battler. <laughs> All right. All right, podcast for, multi. For a multi, I'd have British Columbia as me uh, best value of the day. I think it's a phenomenal bet. It should be three dollars. Sweet. Race five, CNN. Nine. Number Race nine. Race five, number nine. Blot, best bet. Hold on, give me a second. Nico, know. best bet. I can't hear, so just someone just tell me when he. Do you want Greece, Nico? <laughs> yeah, chuck Greece in there. Greece at the Valley on Friday night. Oh, it's absolutely pissing down here again. I have got no idea what I want to do as a bet, best bet because Dicko has taken mine. Because uh, <laughs> you're only having one bet on Saturday, aren't you? Well, no, I'm having a couple. Um, pick something else. Oh, you're waiting. I'll go tomorrow night. William Race Thomas. Four. No, no, you're not. Thomas. No, you're not. Race four, number two no, at the me. Valley. Mutinous. Jumps to the front from one. Leads. Wins. Avoids the car Righto. crash. Greece, mutinous. You want to have British Columbia, Will? Yeah, yeah, I'll have British Columbia. I'll have Zoo Tiger, race eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left myself just open. I should have just taken fucking half cabin. <laughs> All right, a couple questions. Finish off six questions, then we'll wrap up. Evan underscore Harrop says, will there be any tips on this page after the app release? Go and follow my new page, the six-day racing, bringing out an app um, next week. Yes, there will still be some tips here. Um, obviously, want to reward loyal listeners of the podcast, so there still will be tips on the podcast and everything. So, what are you yeah. doing? An app? Yeah, making an app with 
my friend. Cool. It should be pretty good. It'll be like just an easier way to access tips, information, and hopefully make a bit of coin out of it. Nice. Yeah. Pretty simple. It's quite, oh, you don't understand the legalities and all the bullshit you have to go through, but to make an app. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, yes, you probably do actually. You probably do actually. Yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to say that to, but most people don't understand. You do. Jack Cack says get a root previews. I'll try. Cole Potter says, Are we trusting Detonator Jack again this weekend? I say yes. Still the best horse in the race. Yep. Any other thoughts there? We've kind of spoken about it already. I reckon especially if you're backed at last start of the shorts, you're getting a better price, stick with it. Yeah, mm. absolutely. He's the much better horse compared to the right you are. All right. Um, Jay Telfo says, will we still get $9 for Zaki in the Canterbury after Animo and everything got scratched? Yes, you will. It's a pre-noms market, but it's still all in, so no deductions off that. Azza.mc96, can you see any other three-year-old match it with the standouts from the spring in the autumn? Anything outside the obvious in secret, Jack and O? That attrition, I said yeah, it was going to win the Australian Guineas, and I think it will. That's my mate's horse. Mm. It's a really good nice horse. Yep. What was Probably that too short go? now. Sorry? What would you say? It's a very nice horse. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That, that day it won at Sandown, um, it was on pace suited that day, and it ran the last 200 in like sub 11 seconds. Mm. And then it, it was unsuited on the wet track. At, La, um, at Geelong and it's it won by like five lengths I think it's a proper proper horse yeah yeah agreed Joel Lynch says Af Cabin first up 1200 metres we kind of split, we kind of divide there and Al Dwyer my good mate from the valley he's now with Racing Victoria he's jumped to the dark side he says is Asfora a put in take out job in the Oakley plate with no weight I think she is a winky face this is obviously the cousin of Henry Dwyer. No, Star Patrol's going to win. Tell him. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Star Patrol. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a massive chance. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, a massive it chance. But at the current market, you probably like it's it's favourite. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's five bucks. I think. Mm. It's one horse that everyone's sleeping on. If she's so, going as good as what people think she is or says she is. Marabi's oh, going to give it a massive shake. Oh, you can't hear Nick's I, I can't hear Nick. I can't hear Nick. He's, he's saying how Marabi's a massive chance. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, beast. Marabi's a proper, proper, proper horse. If she's yeah. back anywhere near she's, her she's best. jumped out well as well. Mm. Jumped out with Keats, I think, didn't she? Mm-hmm. I she think did. she did. And Keats, Keats beat it, didn't, didn't he? But yeah. what do you do with her if she goes first up in an Oakley plate? Like, it is bet. Yeah, you reckon? SP profile, she has to be a bit. Huge. Back to back. That would be massive. She'll be up in the weights a little bit, won't she? Yeah, yeah but 56, still. 56, 57. Like two or three I, kilos. I, don't quite, I reckon we saw her at Valley. She's a really nice type of mare. Yeah. Yeah, she's a beast. Mm. Anyway. All right, let's wrap up there. Is Nico speaking right now? Or no, he's mate? not. <laughs> no, he's smoking a vape and he's uh, just <laughs> cracking a beer. <laughs> that's what we young fellas do Dicko <laughs> oh vapes everyone's into these vapes I went yeah, to no a Bucks in Sydney on Saturday night and I bought a pack of darts just to watch a lot of why not and every I was the only bloke there with darts yeah 
and every kid, every people my age, but bit, most of them two years younger, vaping their little hearts out. Yeah. Strawberry smoke blowing everywhere. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You do you. All right, let's wrap up there, punters. Been a good podcast. Um, good luck in the punt this week. Group one racing next week. We'll see you back here then. Jeez. She used to move, she used to tell me a lie and then show me the proof. Well, she don't dance no more. She don't dance no more. No, she don't dance no more. Say she don't dance no more. So I don't need her.